just going to start recording. Um, all right, so I've been telling a bunch of you guys that I was going to start recording a bunch of stuff on Social Circle. Uh, I lost uh, a lot of the past interviews um, and advice where I was just straight talking about all the different techniques for Social Circle and the ways that you should be setting up your Social Circle strategies for your networking. I don't care if this is for a business. I don't care if this is individually for um, your own personal brand, but there's a lot of things that you need to directly be doing. Um, so let's go ahead and put this, let's put the context of this advice for your own personal brand. What I have here is I have a buddy of mine um, who he's working with me on a particular project and we're going, we're gonna, we're going through right now um, some social circle strategies that he can directly implement and use um, for his own personal brand and what's going to be able to help him. So with that being said, um, Clayton, quick question. Do you mind if I ring you, if you ring me back on um, my laptop so that I can answer the call from my laptop? Yeah, you just want me to just call you back. Yeah, because I want to make sure that you, that that because the volume here isn't loud enough and I want to make sure it can be heard on the podcast. Yeah, sure. I'll hang up and just call you back. For sure. Just perfect. Yeah, so I'm currently looking at his Instagram, and there's a, there's a lot of things that I'm seeing right away. I want to make sure that once he is called back, then we just start going through the advice from there. Um, but one of the first, what you guys have to realize is that inst Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever platform you decide to use, you have perfect. Okay, so Clayton, what I was talking about first is just uh, kind of getting giving people a general idea of the platforms and what's most important. So. Since you're sitting here, you probably get a chance to really enjoy this. You have to look at social media as supplementation to your actual game. So it is supplementation to your actual game. It's like when you go to the gym, you take protein shakes, you take creatine, you take glutamine, you take L-carcinine, you take these things to help aid the strenuous workout that you already have. Because you know if you're not taking any of these things and you don't have the right diet, then your training, you only can progress so far with the training that you were doing. Supplements help give you that extra edge to keep going when you don't necessarily feel like going. Would that make sense? Because I'm pretty sure, you, I know you work out, so this should make sense to you. Oh shit, I just realized that's why you're not gonna be able to hear me. I have the, I have the mic right here. That's funny. It's on the laptop. That's uh... okay. So I, I have you. I have the. Uh, I had to switch you over to speaker because you weren't able to talk. Um, I've got the headphone plugged into the laptop. Okay. Yeah, we're good now. I, was, I just kind of had a blonde. I kind of had a little bit of a blonde moment there. It was really dumb. We're good now. We're we're, we're, we're Gucci. Yeah. Like there's like if you think about if you think about traditional cold if you think about traditional like game and cold approach just in and of itself, it's kind of exhausting. Like after a while of going out and hitting it hard and hitting it hard and hitting it hard and hitting it hard, you just kind of feel like, what's the point of all of this? What am I doing all of this for? There has to be there there has to be some some end game that makes this a lot easier. It's kind of like when you like you're setting up multiple streams of income. Like it becomes easier 
to sustain to, to sustain your work ethic when you know that what you're doing you are you are increasing your profit margins a lot more and it's becoming easier to do the job well you want to maximize your potential exactly yeah, for sure. You're not going to be able to maximize it without your supplementation. Exactly. Um, so, like, you know, so guys, when you when you look at when you look at social media, social media, it's 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 a. I look at social media as a back end funnel system, and my first experience with using social media was I was promoting in San Diego currently, or I was sorry, I was promoting in San Diego about a few years ago, and this was just when you know. Instagram was starting to gain height and popularity, and so was Facebook. So what I decided to do was um, I just started posting photos, and I don't know who was it that I was listening to. I think it was Adam Lyons that mentioned something about social media, and I started to just post, you know, pre-selection photos. It was nothing crazy. I would just post, you know, shit of my life and what I was doing on social media because I was going out every single night, and um, I would take photos with girls, and I didn't know the potential that. It was going to have to to affect my ability to cold approach as well as my ability to attract hotter girls. So I just was just doing it to do it, and I was kind of experimenting with social circle game and saying, "Hey, this is my second time rebuilding a circle." So what I did was, is I just posted photos, and what ended up happening was I would run my standard social circle game the way I usually would, and I would take the girls and I would always ask for their Instagram. And what I ended up finding out was. If I got a girl on Instagram or on Facebook, within a period of six weeks of me constantly posting, because I would post photos every single day, multiple times a day, and this is before Instagram stories, what ended up happening is within a period of six weeks, if she didn't like me, she wanted to fuck me after six weeks. That was just what I noticed. It would happen again and again and again, and I it, it developed into a habit where instead of getting a girl's phone number alone, I started getting their phone number and their social media because it gave me multiple ways to keep in touch. And then while on social media, I would reach, I would, you know, comment to their photos. I would comment on their photos. I would comment on uh, their different status updates. I would, um, I would DM them. I wouldn't like a lot of their stuff. I would just comment. And the way I would comment, I'd always focus my comments on anything that was going to build rapport. And what it allowed for is it would allow for really just dope friendships. So, and most of what I was posting was just me doing really dope shit with girls regularly and it got to the point where i was just that guy that girls would always reach out to the party and then this this kind of strategy is the strategy that i've been doing for so long that it just comes so natural for me i just know that it works um well the echo echo kind of what you're saying is i mean that even keeps you it keeps your reference their reference of you consistent in their head yeah so they know you're not just kind of a weirdo that's going around just trying to fuck anything at once yeah I feel like a lot, a lot of guys think social media is this big pain in the ass, but before when, before social media was popular, you know, you have to think about it this way. Game was a lot harder without social media, whether we realize it or not, because if you walked into a city and you weren't a cool guy and you weren't some type of celebrity, you were fucked. You had to pretty much build up your status from the ground up and you had to compete with guys who effectively had more status than you and who had been there longer. 
So, the, you know, attrition game had kicked in for them. And what I mean by the attrition is just last man standing. He just positioned himself in the right place at the right time and just stayed there and just continued building in that that field. So I know what that's like because in like in, in big cities, whenever you move there, you see a lot of guys will come to L.A. and they'll start running social social game. And one of the things that they realize it takes them nine months on average before they start seeing any any type of results. And. The, for to me, it's hilarious because they get so frustrated, and I'm, and my first thought is, no shit, it's gonna take you nine months to become the most popular fucking dude, because you're going into a city where you are not cool, and you were trying to compete against people who have been there forever. That's like you trying to out alpha the the beta sigma pi president, who he's always working with the sororities, and and that whole uh, fraternity has a history of working with all the uh, all of the uh, the sororities and throwing parties with them. For like ten years, like, <laughs> like you you can't really touch that. That's that's fucking hard. And these are these are little nuances that nobody talks about um, in social circle building. Well, and like, it, it's that base you're talking about. You created this foundation that's made of concrete, and then you know it's Brad Rose are, are the pillars, and then you know you have the foundation from other sorority girls that becomes mm. a becomes a solid roof on top of the house. And he, yeah. Standing on top of it, you're not gonna you're not gonna take your your pickaxe and take down that house very easily. Exactly. Like when you go into it, when you like when it, like every, if anyone people have probably experienced this, where like you go into a high end nightclub, and the first thing that you you go you go and like you talk to the people that are of value, and you notice that they give you this look of like, why the fuck are you talking to me? They're not really excited to see you. In small cities, it doesn't really matter so much, but. And like in bigger cities, this matters a lot. And you will notice they don't really care to talk to you. Well, the reason they don't care to talk to you is they don't know what value you bring. And you're an outsider coming into this person's tribe. They're trying to figure out whether you were a leech or are you someone that is adding value. Because our reticular activation system is primed to look at people that are going to be a detriment to our value or people that are going to up our value. Because everything that we bias our decisions on are, is this thing going to help me effectively pass on my genes or is this thing going to fucking kill me? So, so let's let's go forward. Let's go forward directly into uh, Clayton's social media here. So one of the first things that I see is that the photos are low resolution quality photos. That's the first problem. Problem number one. Um, your your storyline in terms of content is random. There's no story here. It's just all over the place. What would be more effective is focusing on how to tell your brand story and then breaking up your content post into compartmentalized posts. So this is, you're going to talk about this narrative. Like, do you ever notice with, with big time brands, what they do is they have like a six to nine month campaign and their message is all like one particular theme for a period of like nine months. And then what they do is that next nine month window, when it's time for them to plan their next big brand activation, what they'll fucking do is they'll change the brand again. Um, they'll update the brand each individual year because as times change, people change. So you can't stay, you can't use the same brand message all the time because it doesn't work. I agree with that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, mostly my Instagram account, I'm focused on just, you know, if I have a cool picture, I'll throw it up. Yes, yeah, and you can't, you, 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 can't, you, really you've got, you can't look at social media. Like, you have to look at social media as you're, you're curate, you are curating content and you are trying to 
tell to paint an effective picture and paint a story right so i'll give so this is some, something that i watch i watch a lot i was watching a lot of and i'm going to to youtube right now because i know the guy who i'm thinking of that did a really effective job of doing this and i'm not going to i'm going to turn the the volume off for that so it doesn't start popping up that's the wrong one this might be the right one. What I'm taking a look at is I want to see if, okay, it doesn't pop up here. So Luke has this intro video to his blog channel for RSD Luke. And the way he did it, his intro does a very great job of curating what to expect in terms of content from Luke. Because, so like, you have to look at is, is everything you put out is priming or conditioning people to view you in a very specific way. Good. So. Because that's what you want. I mean, you exactly. Want, you're, you're deciding what to put out there. You're deciding what you want your image to be. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, like you said, by, if you look at my profile, it's, I, I would yeah. say that it's not that I don't know. I mean, in my case, I would say it's not that I don't know what image I want. It's more of I don't have a direction for the image I'm trying to cultivate. And see, here's the thing, though. Not having a direction, not having a direction is just as bad as gaming a girl and saying I'm going to get laid, but not knowing where your logistics is. Like, where are you going to, what's the end game? Where are you going to close? So, like, you have to start with the end goal in mind and then backtrack to the future. So, like, right now. Because then you have, then you've got a roadmap of what to follow. So then when things start coming and trying to pull you off task or pull you off where you need to go, you can always shift back to these are the things that I'm going to have to do to allow me to achieve that goal. Exactly. And what, yep. And what I'm telling you is, what not to do on social media. It's, but you, I mean, right. dude, there's, there's so many people that have bad social media. I can show you someone that I know that has a better social media and their brand message is quite as white, quite as right across the board in terms of, um, content. There's someone I'm looking up right now. So, so there's a promoter that's in LA and the content that he puts out, he has high-resolution photos that are really good. He does, he does great high-resolution photos for his brand. But with that being said, if he ever decided to change his brand message, he's fucked. He literally is fucked. Here's why. The reason he would be fucked is because he's set himself up to be viewed in a very specific light. And then if he changes the message, he loses congruence. If I'm a bad boy and all of a sudden I become a nice guy, we're going to have a problem. You have to make a transition. I would say, you know, it's doable, but you can't do it overnight. Well, here's the thing. You're going to lose followers. You, you're like, oh, sure. It's like with anything that you do. It, when, you, when you decide to change your life, when you decide to change your life and go, I'm not about fitness anymore. I'm all about, uh, you know, um, business. People are like, what the fuck? Like you start losing followers because people have gotten to know you as this type of guy. And... They don't want to 
lose that person that they've come to enjoy, even though you're changing. Right, you have a niche that you're trying to fill. Whatever you're posting, you know, you're creating. If you're trying to build yourself, you have a niche that you're trying to fill. Exactly. I mean, the hell, but like I think one of the best Instagram accounts is probably uh, you know Dan Bilzerian. Everyone's heard of him. Yeah, but you have to think. You have to think about it like this. His Instagram is amazing, but my question is, in terms of, are you really down to live that lifestyle? Like your your social media needs to be a decent reflection of you and who you are, because if it isn't, people are gonna smell bullshit very quickly. They're gonna they're gonna know that you're fucking bullshitting. They're gonna know that you're lying. They're going to know that like certain things are not you. Whether or not whether or not you are going. No, well, it really is me. No, you have to think about it. Like whatever you are about, you need to be. You need to show that. You need to show that consistently. People are going to look at you and go, "What the fuck?" Like you're fucking lying, dude. That's not you. No, I think you need to be careful because if you look at my profile, my profile is you know very me. It's very um, here's what I did this day. This then this happened. It's very it's very linear with my life. Exactly. The issue is. The issue is, is that it's not focused on a specific thing in my life or a specific aspect that I'm trying to maximize. Yeah. So I mean, it, I, you were on the right path, but I wanted to make sure it didn't deviate too far off. Because again, it has to be your life, but it needs to yeah. maximize a certain aspect of it. It has to be your life or the life you desire to achieve. Because then that's 100%. because then it's the then it's the most congruent that you possibly can be. Like for me, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like 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 I changed a lot of shit that I was posting to my social media because I was trying to be something that I, realistically that I was not. And what I come to found out was that I'm like, wait a minute, these things aren't really me. These aren't the, the things even remotely that I like. And the type of girl that I like, I know the type of guys that they are into. And, and I actually do vibe with those types of things. So it like from like the, but, but here was the problem. The photo quality on mine was okay. It wasn't wasn't great, but the the uh, the sales copy. What I, and what I mean by sales copy is the text. The text that I posted. The text that I posted. Um, sorry, the, the the sales copy or the the persuasion text that I posted weren't things that I would actually say. Which I started noticing. This is coming across as very incongruent. What might be the most ideal is because I started noticing I would post shit and um, I would do things like either trying to be like really funny and I do have a very witty personality. So there are certain things that will come to mind that would be great captions and that do express my personality, which I can use. It's very me. But some of the other stuff I was posting was not me. And what I realized I had to do was I was um, I I'm very I'm a very positive type person. I'm a very extrovert and a very happy go lucky type person. I'm not a very negative person. Negativity does not attract anybody. So what would be most ideal for me was that going back over my own social media, I need to get rid of a lot of some of the negative posts that I was posting. And it was just the way that it seemed. It, it, it may not have been negative, but it seemed negative. And if it seems negative, then it is negative. Does that make sense? Because you're trying to condition people, you're trying to condition people for positivity. You're trying to condition people to, to love being around you. Exactly. Hundred percent. I mean, that's the point. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. 
plan is to re-bring out that image of yourself that somebody first saw when they met you. Yeah. Or whenever, or the image that they have of you. Yeah. And that's what's going to get you, you know, in the house, you want to take it to the next part, that's what's going to get you these likes, is they're going to say, okay, this picture you put up, is it congruent with how I remember our interaction? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, of course, there's all the little nitty-gritty things, but that's a huge part in itself of just getting someone to click like. Yeah. Because the thing is that the content that you're posting, the the biggest thing is that like, you, like likes are not so like Instagram changed its algorithm very recently to where they look at multiple ways of triggering user engagement. So Instagram now has Instagram stories. Then you have um, your photos, which highlight certain aspects of your life, and then you have people that DM you. So the name of the game is is to post on your stories consistently. So then you're posting really good content throughout the day so people can like 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 you're you're kind of narrating your life and if people tend to like a particular thing they're going to like reach out about that thing. And then what your job is to do is what most people don't do effectively on social media, they don't fucking respond. They don't respond to people. And everyone's social media that I look at, someone will, someone will sit there and they'll comment and their their response rate to responding to each of those comments is terrible. And you have to look at it from an investment standpoint. If I'm having a conversation with you, you go and I go, hey, man, what's your favorite thing in the world? And you're like, shopping. And I'm like, shopping is cool. How encouraged are you to continue to keep speaking? I'm not wrong. I completely agree with that. I started doing that recently on my last couple of posts. Exactly. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, even just, even just a little thing. I mean, I'm looking through my Instagram right now. And, you know, I think even the last two posts I have, if you're trying to look for examples, have pretty good. Um, you know, I responded to everyone. I liked all their stuff. Yeah. If you go down later, you know, in the thing, you know, I usually just like their comments. And I mean, you know, you can like them, but, you know, people want that interaction. That's why yep. they're commenting in the first yep. place. Yeah. You know, kind of give the people what they want. You know? Yeah. One of the other questions that I have, one of the other things that I saw as well is that um, for your social media, now that we're getting away from, from, from content now, we're getting into direct, like, user engagement. Um, do you respond to every DM, every Instagram story, and every comment for everything that you post? Do I? Do you like? Do you what? Do you reward? Do you do you comment back? Do you comment back to these people? And what I so there's there's three layers to this. This is you post on your stories, you post you post your photos, and then when people respond to you, whether that be in DM form, whether that be on your photos. Whether that be them liking your shit, whether them responding to your stories, what you have to do is reciprocity. This is they've liked your shit. You, you need to go like their shit and don't fucking spam these people with some stupid, with some stupid ass shit like this. I see this a lot, and I'm gonna go to mine because this I had this happens a lot, and it's the most annoying thing ever. I, I see brands do this. I see people do this all the time, and I'm going, "You're a fucking idiot. Stop doing that shit." So here's what people will do. No, people do people do shit like this. People will put sunglasses and a peace sign. Like that's that means you don't like that doesn't trigger engagement. You are not you are not um the for lack of a better term, the best way to describe it is you don't really give a shit about me. Like if I post Okay, like if, okay, if if I if 
Exact. People will just put a heart or put a smiley face, and those things don't really trigger a conversation. So some like if someone goes, um, if I go, if I post like start each day as if it were on purpose and live each day as if it were your last, right? Here's what's crazy. Someone goes, these images are sharp. See, that's 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 something I'd respond to. Oh, your hair killing it. Great shot. The haircut is fresh. Whatever, whatever. Where are you from? So handsome. Like, how much is that cheap hooker? Like, people will just, like, start asking random shit. And then my first thing is, it would be better to respond to the fucking caption that I put up there. Because if you think about it from a conversation point, I'm talking about something that's important to me. Clearly, I invested in thinking about that caption, and it means something to me. So what should you do if you want me to comment back? That night, but I mean, like, that's like, that's like going, yo, Clayton, you're really buff. No shit. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, are so low. And see, here's the, here's the thing that I, here's the thing that I'm saying. There's three phases of this. This is every single time someone comments on your shit, you're going to respond back and respond back with, you're going to respond back with a statement and then a question. So if someone goes, um, so this is like, someone posted on these images are short. I'm going to be like, I would say something like, um, be like, thank you. So thank you so much. I would be like, Hey, with exclamation point and smiley face. Thank you so much. Uh, good hearing from you. I haven't seen you in a while. How's the relationship? Because she's dating a friend of mine, right? So what am I doing there? I'm opening up a conversation. And do you know why I'm doing that? Because she's a lot more likely to like, like my other posts if I make her feel comfortable and feel like she can trust me enough to where she can reach out, she can DM me, she can comment back to me. You're creating real user engagement and you're using trust to do it. Because you're rewarding compliance. If, if, if you're rewarding her compliance for responding, she's a lot more likely to continue an action that she's already done in the past. She already commented, so I need to reward compliance if I want to grow my organic following to a much higher audience. And I think there's even, you know, maybe this is taking a, this is a little bit less of an abstraction here, but there might even be a deeper level um, to it as well, where, you know, if you're, to build that congruency, if you're saying these things, so the way you're responding to her, if it's congruent with how she remembers you, then you're putting that on the web for everyone to see, which builds that concurrency maybe even a little bit more than what it could have in person. Because, you know, from moment to moment, we, we could be completely different people, you know, through through our lenses that we see things. Yeah, people, most definitely. So, so if you can say something and reply to her in the same congruency as what she saw, what she saw before, and that's on the web, Exactly. Exactly. 
Exactly. Do congruence, congruence, congruence literally is like, congruence is, is, I want to say like, it's everything. I don't want to say it's everything, but it's everything. Congruence means a lot because like when people get expectant of you being a very specific way and then you stop being that way, you're going to encounter problems because they've gotten like, if you're a super trustworthy dude and then you snap on a girl for something small, she's going to be like, what the fuck? He never snaps like this. It must be something else. She's never going to assume that it's her. She's going to assume that she might assume that it's like something that was done, but she's trying to figure out like, what is it going to directly be? And the reason she's going to be looking at that is she's never, you've never acted that way with her in the past. So what's going on now? Why all of a sudden the random change? What's going on here? What is this? Well, not to mention, yeah, exactly. Like, not to mention if you're like in a long-term relationship with someone and one of the, one of the two individuals cheats on them, and you find out about it, that completely shatters your perception of that person. You can't trust them anymore. You know, you yeah. feel offended. You might feel some resentment for yourself. How could you not see that in them? Yeah. You know, it's completely, it could be completely independent of what you've done. And she's still, you know, or he cheated on you. And it's just, you know, it's just you. There's so much broken. And obviously that's an extreme example. But I think it's important to yeah. point out um, this angle. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm over here. I'm, I'm looking at, uh, trying to go through what I, so what I, I'm trying to think about what I, what I specifically covered. So you respond, you post, you post, you post content that is relevant to the type of target market demographic that you want to go after. So whatever the type of like, whatever the type of girl you're going after or business connection you're going after, you want to make sure that the content that you're posting, that your users directly engage with it. So it might be good to after you know after a few months of posting look at your user analytics and give you a solid idea of who's really following and watching your shit um instagram allows you to do that when you make a public profile it allows you to see your user analytics like which which times are your users most active at least for the people that are following you um which posts are doing the best in terms of engagement yeah that so that's that's something that that you can do a lot of people don't know that you can do that but you can do that you can look at the analytics in your feed um, you need to go online to do that. No, you don't need to go. Uh, you, so you, no, you can go to Instagram itself. Your pro, your profile. If you make it public, you can click to the settings, and then it'll show you the analytics of um of each of your posts. And you can oh, just okay. look. I just, I've never heard of it, so I did. I kind of wanted to get you that on saying that on uh on, on case two in case no one else heard that knew how to do that either. Yeah. Um. So, so like, say you get a bunch of likes for a say you get a bunch of likes for a post. Well, likes likes are one form of you know of some type of engagement. So what Instagram does, it looks at likes, it looks at comments, it looks at follower account. Like it, it really is, it's trying to measure real engagement. And you have to what what the name of the game is to focus on growing engagement. So figure out who your target market demographic is. Post content that's relevant to that um that target market demographic. You can use an account like Twitter to test. Your uh, you can use it. Uh, you can use Twitter to test content before you post it. So you can literally you can take um, like ten different photos. You can take uh, and you can put the caption the same caption to each of those photos and test which one does the best. Or you can take um, like it like there there's so many ways to do it. But basically, like you're just trying to test it. If I post this thing, well, it's we gonna it's. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, so so Twitter, you can test you can test out your content before you post it on Instagram to see if it's gonna really hit. People don't know that. Right. So if it, if it's getting a bunch of like uh, like favorites and retweets, you know, then you know that that content's gonna hit if you post it on your other platform. So then you take that and you take exactly the photo and you fucking post that shit. And you know it's going to create real engagement. The thing that I've noticed that that tend that also works really well too is you want to have what you want to have a balance of on Instagram is videos and photos. And the reason you want to have a balance of videos and photos is um, Instagram is a platform that's meant to highlight things. It's meant to highlight things. That's the primary function of the platform is to highlight things. So what mostly if it's your personal brand, you are highlighting the best aspects of your life. So. Like sometimes posting like, you know, posting a motivational Monday thing may or may not be that useful. But when you post uh, like and I don't, I don't want to like this on Motivation Monday, Motivation Monday, like it, it is very trending. So you can so take advantage of trends if you fucking see them. Just find a way to put your own individual artistic twist into it. Um, but one of the things I'm looking at is, OK, say you take a post uh, that you're getting that you take it. Say you take a post like. Uh, you know, people do a lot of shit like this on social media. Uh, they'll they'll randomly just post some comment. You know, I posted some shit like I was like 28 and I'm feeling it. That's really dumb. That 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 that, that doesn't create much engagement. What I would what would have been smarter would have been um, telling some type of story that kind of matched the photo, so that the sales copy would match the content, and then. What would be ideal is asking an engaging, an engaging type of question that sparks a conversation. Well, here's well, here's why. Well, it come to, here's why you're gonna you're asking the question is that you're the reason you're trying to create a conversation is that it creates engagement on your page and it creates investment. So people might ask you questions, people might reach back out to you, as well as pe- people may also people people might DM you. People might um, start start tagging friends and shit. So especially if you're posting content that's relevant to your consumer, if you're asking them questions of things that they can really get around or get used to, what you're gonna notice is um you're going to notice that people really like they're going to engage more. Like once you've asked them a question, they respond and you respond back to it. It's growing your traffic. Like this is really good shit that you can easily do. I see a lot of people doing shit like hey. Um, you know, if you like this content, tag a few of your friends or like tag a few of your friends that are like this. Like that's really good shit to do for jokes, but that shit isn't good to do um, for like luxury cars. It's kind of dumb because that's been done for so long that it's kind of boring. And what would be more ideal is posting a question that's relevant to the content that makes people engage. Like one of the things I, um, that, that I've seen on Facebook that does really well is when someone has they tell a story and they get you involved in the story in the timeline and then they ask a question at the end of it and then you see a whole bunch of people fucking comment going no fucking way that's fucking crazy that's insane and then they ask um people were like well, what happened then and because they want to know more about the story so good old-fashioned storytelling works really well on a place like social media and it doesn't have to be really long it just has to be enough to where it's interesting. And then asking a question at the end of it lets people talk about it. And because they're talking about it on your page, you're creating more eyes. And then what, what Instagram will do, Instagram has an algorithm that if a, a bunch of people like and are commenting on your shit and that, that post is really effective, 
they're gonna show it to more people. So if you've got an if you've got a if you got content that's doing really fucking well on social media, take 80 cents or take a dollar eighty and fucking sponsor the fucking content. Sponsor the fucking content. Because guess what? It's already doing well. You've already tested it, and now you can sponsor the content to do even better than what you usually would do. No, that's fine. I'm I'm pretty much uh, after this. I don't I don't think I need to go um, any deeper with any of this. I mean, if I just want to go, if I'm going to go back over the broad strokes of what we what we just covered here was content creation is key. So you want to make sure you're using high resolution photos. Um, you can download Adobe Photoshop, or you can do easier. You can do easier uh, applications like Facetune. You can do um, Adobe Photoshop, Lightroom, Premiere. You can go to YouTube and learn just some simple tricks on how to use these. Uh, you don't need a high-resolution camera to be able to do this. Most people don't know this, but if you have an iPhone 7 and you were to go to the settings on your iPhone 7, you can change the quality and the output of the quality of the photos that's being taken from 720p, that's the standard, to 1080p for the camera. On the, the reverse dual camera, um, the it's, it's a lot less shaky than usual and a lot of professional photographers use it and they do editing right there on their phone with Adobe Photoshop Lightroom and Premiere right from the phone. I know a lot of modeling agents that do this um, and they, they make really, really good photos with that. Um, in terms of, uh, uh, what was it, uh, not, not editing. Um, so yeah, so that's, so that's the content, that's the content creation. Um, Let's see the caption. So the, your sales copy, which is the captions that you're going to post, um, something witty, something thought provoking, um, something that's relatable to your target market audience is going to do better than something that's just a random caption. Like random captions are cool, it's like thrown in there so you don't get kind of um, predictable or redundant. But anything that triggers real engagement and it and it and it, and it triggers um, a conversation being started on your page is going to create more engagement comment back to every single person that comments to your shit go back to people that like your shit and like their shit as well and if you can comment on their shit this creates mutual reciprocity and people are going to feel more comfortable engaging with you use cross um, use cross platform promotion so if you have snapchat Post your post, uh, post your links to your Instagram to from your Snapchat. Don't tell people to follow you. Just give really good content, and people will naturally start to follow you because you're giving such content that, the, that's good. That the reciprocal the reciprocal idea is, I'm going to follow him out of my own volition because if the content's so good right here, it's going to be even better when I go to his page. It's going to be even better when I go here, and they'll follow you on all these different platforms just because the content's so fucking good. Um, that's what you want too. You want you want your followers to be invested in multiple platforms. You want to have a core of in followers. You don't want to have sporadic people that are just going to be stopping in and leaving. Yeah. Kind of echo that. Yeah. Um. Oh, so you can and like I said again, you can use Twitter to test out marketing content. See which photo or you know which which photo with which caption is doing the best in traffic. And you're going to post those to your social media. Um, another little t quick tidbit is 
storytelling. You need you want to start focusing on storytelling on social media. So what I've learned to do is instead of just posting uh, like random photos, I post um, photos in a, in a succession of three. And the reason I do it is because when you go and look, you see three separate across the board. You see three separate photos. Um, and I wanted to I want the storyline to be the same on each section, if you will. I want to create like a consistent, like not a consistent brand message, but like a consistent storyline arc, at least for the three photos that you, when you come to my, when you go to the page. So it's not random. Does that make sense? Your phone yeah. died? Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I completely agree with that. And the only thing you're saying, like, uh, so whenever you look at it, you review on your Instagram. Yeah, you want to you want to put the reason you put it in groups is that when you put it in groups, and the story like and the storyline is consistent across the board, what it, what you're gonna notice is that um it creates a sequence, and like really cool patterns that people can can vibe with. So those are things that are dope. Like that, I, I a lot of people don't really they don't think about social media as like a storyline arc where they post things in a concession of like you know, telling a story here and then this is a follow-up to the story and this is the ending of the story. So like beginning, middle, and end. So I look at like each photo, like one is the beginning, one is the the, the, the body of the paragraph. So one's the introduction, this is the body of the paragraph, and then the last one's the conclusion, the finishing um, arch, arch of that. You know what I mean? Because people will actually sit there. Like, you have to think about, like, why is someone going to come to my page and, like, stay there? Because I don't want them just looking at my photos. I want them looking at the photos that I post. I want to create engagement. on. I look at, like, Instagram stories as a way to drive attention to my photos. And I use photos to drive attention to my stories. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Right? Yeah. So, like... I'm trying to highlight parts of my life and I'm trying to get people, I'm trying to keep people's eyes on me. So when I post three times, when I post in the concession of threes and it's a storyline, then, pe then people get involved in the narrative and they want to keep seeing what you're posting. And especially when you're, when the, when the sales copy is engaging, it's something that they can relate to. And then you're asking questions which trigger a, um, a, a conversation you're creating a lot more engagement than the average person. And then your stories, like they're just they're they're just another part to like almost like a behind the scenes look to to what the photos are. Does that make sense? Like it, stories are like a stories are like a behind the scenes blooper reel. It's a behind the scenes blooper reel. It's the best way to think about it. So store like your Instagram stories are like a behind the scenes blooper reel. Oh, I got you. I can see that. I mean, well, let me think about that for a bit because uh, I mean, I can I can agree with that. I guess I'm just trying to figure out right now if maybe I guess if that's what you want to kind of go for. Because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna here's I'm gonna make it really I'm gonna make it really easy for you for this to make sense. What is the what is the reason that people get on social media? Oh man, is there, is there not more than one answer to that? There's on, there's really only two. Information and entertainment. People think about it. 
when you get on when you get on Snapchat to be entertained. You get on Instagram to be entertaining for information. If I want to find if I want to find out um, what this particular bodybuilder is up to currently, and I don't want to watch his YouTube, I can go right to his Instagram and learn some quick tidbits from this, from this fitness guy who's a fucking expert in fitness just from looking at his page. You see what I'm saying? I can find out very quickly. I can find out what clubs are popping on Instagram. I can find out the promoters that work for those clubs. I can find out. I can find out everything about that person on social media. So it's in, so basically it's infotainment, for lack of a better term. Oh, yeah, I can that. I want to get back to the rest of the points before we get to getting off. So you guys know if a piece of content does really really well, you can take a dollar dollar eighty and sponsor the content, which is great. Um, you want to respond back to every single person that's responded back to you. Um, you want to create a, you want to make sure you respond back with an open-ended question, which allows for more engagement from that, from the people that are following you because the name of the game is investment. Um, you'll start to notice that when you get better, people will like more of your shit and then from like liking, it'll come to comments. So it'll go from likes to comments to either like, either like a, a, a share, a share where they'll like, they'll tag you in it. Um, or they just start reaching out to you more consistently and your reach is going to get better. It's going to get further and further and further. And then there's other little there's other little things you can do that, that are like a little, um, other kind of advanced stuff that I'm kind of learning and, and kind of playing around with that you'll be able to do in the future. Um, but for right now, I kind of want to keep this shit really simple and fundamentally basic. So you need to figure out who's the target market demographic that you're going after. What is it that they like? What is it that they're interested in? And then you got to make sure that your marketing content is consistent with those types of people. Make sure that your captions are things that these people can relate to. Make sure that you're posting in a way that's kind of similar and what's familiar to them. So then that way it's going to do better in traffic because we buy from people who we trust, we buy from people we like, and we only take on information that's familiar. Um, with that being said, Clayton, I hope you got a lot out of this. Hope you learned a lot. That's all I really care about. So if you guys got something useful out of this, you know, just keep on tuning in. I'll see what I can do for you guys in the future in terms of other content. But love, peace, and chicken grease. Live long and prosper.